Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I'm going to share with you the five deadly career killers for high achievers. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I see so many of my clients or people I talk to that are high achievers that end up in a moment in their career saying like, I'm not where I want to be or I'm I'm not where I thought I should be or I could be or I'm not reaching my full potential potential so if this is you if this resonates with you if you're in the same situation listen up because these five things that I'm going to share with you today are, are going to be really invaluable and the first one is working too hard now there is a stage in everybody's career that you're very proud that to say that you work like crazy hours and you just like are committed to your job and you go above and beyond and spend for a spend from eight o'clock till six seven o'clock at night at your desk working bloody hard and that is all good like there's a time in your career that you might have needed to do that or wanted to do to do that or felt fulfilled and challenged to do that but if you're anything like my clients and have over like over 15 years experience 20 25 years experience you don't want to do that Yes, you can do that, but you don't want to do that. And the biggest mistake that I see with high achievers is they set the bar very high. And then life happens, like they get older, they get experienced, but they set expectations very high and they constantly challenge and struggle because they have set those expectations and they they feel that they need, that they are obliged to meet those expectations constantly and they keep on working really hard. The problem is if you're working too hard, if you're focused too, too much the execution, hello limbs, um, too much on the execution and on the operation uh, operational side, of your uh, your career, then you're going to get be stuck in there. You're not going to be showing off that you're also strategic, that you're also like have leadership qualities and so on. So at a point in your career, you need to shift your focus and you need to really embrace how to use the power of delegation and how to actually step away from being the workhorse in your company to being really the one that steps out of the shadow and is still good in all the execution operations, but lead those projects, lead those tasks, lead the business as usual, whatever it is, is a leader rather than the manager or the executor. So you have to make a conscious choice in how you want to position yourself. So the first thing that kills your career is working too hard. 
Secondly, is staying somewhere too long. And I see that all the time. People that get comfortable, like, oh, yeah, I'm cozy cruisy. I can do my job with my eyes closed, standing on my head, walking backwards and having everything. But if your career is a priority for you, and if your career is your main focus to advance or to change or to actually expand the scope and grow and make a real impact, we can make a real difference you don't want to stay somewhere too long that you know is not going to help you move forward now it's all good to uh, stay somewhere where you know there is an exchange of energy like yeah i get some benefits uh for example if you are uh, um, want to start a family, you might stay somewhere because you think like, okay, if I have a baby and I go on maternity leave and I come back, I want a job that I'm familiar with, that I know already the stakeholders, and that's okay. But a lot of people tend to stay in a job a little bit too long. And the reason that they stay in the, the job too long is because they get comfortable and they hope things will change. So they start to have certain things that they're bored, not engaged, uh, and they hope that because they they have certain reputation or expertise that the company will recognize it and will give them something more challenging and that doesn't happen but they still stay in that same position or they are promised something time and time again and they stay a longer longer time because they expect that promise to be true or to come through and it doesn't and then they just stay with an organization for way too long the problem is or the challenge that may occur with staying too long in an organization because there is nothing wrong like i come from belgium people tend to tend to stay like over 10 years within an organization and there is nothing wrong with that but here's a downside that people don't really recognize and that is that if you stay too long in a role that doesn't fulfill you or doesn't value you or doesn't challenge you, you start to lose confidence in your own capability and you stay stuck at a certain level. So that's one, one aspect, like the internal aspect on how you how confident you feel about your own capability and about what you can achieve in your career yourself. So that's internally. And that will be fed by external because recruiters, HR, they will ask you like, oh, you stayed a long time in that in that company. And you automatically think like, oh my God, they think I'm institutionalized. They think this, they think that. And so that will feed the other thing. They might not even, they might think positively about the longevity that you have in, in a certain company, but because you're already anxious about that, that will feed your anxiety. So you have to be very careful and that will actually cause you to undersell yourself for an exposition and only go for the same type of role in a similar type of organization because that's what you feel safe. And then you actually miss out on really stepping up in your career. So you're doing the same shit over and over again. So that is second really big career killer is staying somewhere too long. Now the third... Um, the third big career killer is believing that you're irreplaceable. And I see that all the time, and I've been guilty of that myself, that you're a high achiever, you go above and beyond, you work with your stakeholders, and you think like, oh my God, this company is totally going to collapse if I'm not here. No, maybe you don't think so dramatic, but you actually think you're, it's what you do is just like so important and you are irreplaceable. And 
that is often the fear of really stepping out that people make themselves feel so important that or think that they're so important within an organization because the opposite is like they have to step out their comfort zone they have to really really like uh go out there step like step into something different and that scares them like that scares the hell out of them so being believing that you're irreplaceable you have to challenge those thoughts everybody is replaceable everyone like the company is not going to collapse if you are not there what i often see on a side note is like because the combination combinations in those uh, career killers so if you're working really really hard and then you believe you're irreplaceable then basically what will happen is like um like the the company keeps on giving you more and more stuff to do and then when you eventually leave they can't find one person to do your job so they have to hire two people so who is the silly one here just think about that it's not the company that hires two people it's a person that works the bloody ass off the whole time because they thought that like oh my god I, they, they need me i just need to do more and more and more so they compromise their own boundaries they miss out on birthday parties they stay long in the office they they're on the verge of burnout because they think that they're so irreplaceable and so important and they believe that the company will value that oh my god the amount of people that believe that go above and beyond for their work and then when the company needs it they may made redundant and their world is shattered and that happens so many times so just protect yourself and just shield yourself to like it doesn't mean that you don't have to work hard or that you can't work hard it means that you just have to be smart about it it's not because you work hard you always have to have self-integrity people always say to me like oh yeah integrity is really important to me and that it actually is often the outside integrity the expectations that they have that others do what they say they're going to do that others have that integrity but what about self-integrity think about it what about being true to yourself what about what you value? If you value family, but working crazy hours at work and on the verge of burnout, is that self-integrity? Think about it. Is that really being true to yourself? So it is really important that you bust that bubble of believing that you're irreplaceable and also important in, in the company. The fourth uh, career killer that I see is the... Um, that people fail to self-promote. Now, what people most of the time think is like, oh, my work will speak for itself. I don't want to pat myself on the back. I, I, back. I don't want to blow my own trumpet. That's what they see. I don't want to be a brown noser. But there is a difference between all of that and knowing your unique value proposition. Know your worth. And that worth comes from, from, from like within, understanding what you have to offer, understanding like what difference that you make, the impact that you truly make to an organization. And that you need to be able to articulate. And the amount of people that come and work with me in my programs that actually are really bad at self-promoting and including myself, if I have to self-promote, it's like, oh, I needed to get used to it. I needed to find the language. I needed to understand that I want to serve. And so my clients also, they want to, they, they come from a genuine 
position that they want to help organizations improve. They want to make an impact, a positive impact. It's not often about the money. It's rarely about the money. It's more about making a difference, making an impact, feeling fulfilled, feeling challenged. That's the qualities that people are looking for in a job and in their career. And so basically, you have to be able to embrace self-promotion in terms of really owning up and not taking yourself for granted and, and being able to like articulate very clearly what your unique value proposition is, set your boundaries and keep your boundaries and being able to have a personal brand in the office and a personal brand Everybody has a personal brand, by the way. I help people create their personal brand, but everybody has a personal brand. Most of the people, they are non-intentional about their personal brand. They leave it up to chance. And the problem if you do that, if you leave it up to chance, is that you have no control over where how you are perceived by people. You want to have control how you actually come across in the organization because you want to be authentic. But too many people have filters over filters over filters over filters, and they forget who their authentic self is, who they are deep down at its core, who they are and how they really can connect that. So it's so important for you to actually step up in your career and being able to articulate yourself in a very clear and concise way, whether you are looking for a new job and you want to position yourself in the job market the right way, or uh, if you want to... Um, if, if you want to promote, get a promotion within a company, because it's also very important that if you want to just like get promoted in a company and re really increase the scope and increase the impact that you are making, that you understand what you're worth. And most of it, most of the people that I work with, they take their self for granted and they think like, oh, this is what everybody would do. And so, and they assume their own skills and experience. And you have to break that bubble because that is basically how you can really embrace your authenticity and really come out as a leader. The flip side of that is, however, I'm going to warn you, is when you step into your authenticity and if you're really going to embrace self-promotion to a level, you have to really be ready that the organization you work for might not be the organization that is aligned with you. So what I mean by that is because we have all these filters and filters and layers of filters uh, on what we do and most people, they, set, they put up a performance at work. So when you break that down and you become really truly who you are and who you can be at the workplace, then actually you might say like, I, I butt heads with, with, with most people. They're not aligned. And you don't have to have co confrontational conversations with them, but you might actually come to the conclusion like this company is not the company for me. And that, that will put you on a path to actually look externally because basically you discovered what most people will never discover in their lifetime who they truly are, their authenticity. And so and that will help you to the next step and finding organizations that are aligned with you. 
don't say that you have to just throw in the towel and say like, hey, see you later at your current job, but you understand like, okay, this is not the organization for me. This is not going to help me go further in my career. And, and it, this organization is not aligned, aligned. So you have to embrace self-promotion. Self-promotion is a key to your success. Like I said, it's not giving yourself a pat on the back. It's being, being true to yourself, being authentic to yourself and knowing what your unique value proposition is. And then the last, the last career killer is that people forget to build a network of alliances. So high achievers, I see that constantly. They work hard. That's the first one, the working hard. They just get things done. They have a good reputation in the, in the company. They're known for their expertise. Everybody comes to them. They're just like walking around, hey, got this, got this. But they're not really recognized as a, as a leader and they don't build their visibility within the organization with the right people. They might have good relationships. Don't get me wrong. So I will repeat this because I really want you to want this to sink in, uh, to sink in, is they might have really good relationships, left, right, and center, but it's not building a network of relationships that I'm talking about. It's building a network of alliances. Now, what's the difference between relationships and alliances? Relationships could be people you really get on with, like stakeholders, peers, colleagues, really get on with it. But it's like still on that building that relationships. You need to have alliances, people that will really um, vouch for your ideas, will actually put you forward for promotion, will push your promotion forward, will refer you for other opportunities. That is a strong network of alliances. And some people have a strong network of alliances, but it's also uh, very important then to actually know your personal brand because there is no point in having a strong network of alliances and not being clear on your personal brand. Because if your personal brand is all over the place and your message is all over the place, if you can't self-promote, then yes, you can have a network of self, self um, sorry, of uh, alliances, but they're never going to be able to refer you for the right type of opportunity, the internal promotion or externally. Yes, they might refer you, but you then drift from job to job to job because you never have been really clear about your message and never been clear about your authenticity. So you see how this is all connected with each other and it's really important that you define for yourself what your strategy is going to be. Now, we have a strategy for every single thing. You know firsthand that if a company doesn't have a strategy, they're never going to reach their commercial objectives. And that wouldn't work. You have a strategy, a marketing strategy, a sales strategy, an IT strategy, a strategy for everything. And in your personal life, we have a strategy if we even go on holiday, for, for God's sake. Or we have a strategy if we're getting married or whatever. But we rarely have a strategy for our career, how to move forward in our career in a direction that is aligned with us. So I want you to think about, okay, which of these five career killers am I making? So the first one is working, working too hard. Second one is staying somewhere too long. The third one is believing you are irreplaceable. The fourth one is failing to self-promote. And the fifth one is forgetting to build a network of alliances. So think about this. Where 
are you going wrong? Where are you keeping yourself stuck? Which area? And once you define it, we can build a strategy on how to actually move forward for that. And if you need help building that strategy, reach out to me. Like book in a call, we can have a chat. And honestly, it's going to be a very informal chat about me understanding where you are, what the roadblocks are, and basically how I can help you get uh, get overcome them and get ahead in your career and if at the end of the call if working together is something that you would like we can discuss that also so i will pop a link below this video so you can actually book a call directly with me to actually schedule in time for us to chat otherwise if we are not connected on linkedin yet connect with me i'm all about connecting with as many people as i can so i can spread my message with more and more people and um if you liked and resonated with this video give me a thumbs up it's always nice um because then i know that i can make more of the this good content for you all right thank you so much i hope you enjoyed it have a lovely rest of the day and i'll talk to you later bye Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.